What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Fresh Cuts, where we talk about the newest releases either in theaters or on your favorite streaming services. You know who we are. I'm Brett Parker. That's Dan Angel of DNA Gaming. And today... Sometimes I wonder about him. <laughs> I have to do the thing, dude. It's part of it now. Today, weird, though. we are talking about oh. Five Nights at Freddy's. You don't now, forget the 6th and 7th night in 2020. Yeah, right? now <laughs> showing in theaters and on Peacock. Uh, Hell yeah. This was directed by Emma Tammy, oh. who I have never heard of. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, To be honest, like I'm on Wikipedia right now. She, I don't even think she has anything because I can't even click her name to like see other things she's done. She not has... not in a bad way, but... Uh, <clears throat> TV. Uh, Okay. She mostly directs TV, TV. She's done. She's a podcast series. Uh, Fair Chase Ooh. in 2014. Election Day. That was a TV movie. The Wind. Was that about flashlights? <laughs> no. I've heard of that. Uh, the screenplay. Having, it could be. Screenplay was uh, done by Scott Cathon. I don't know if I'm saying oh, Cawthon. his Cawthon. Yes. Sorry. Like, no, Sorry, we have we have watched we watched Markiplier We're play this. Good. We have been invested in this since the first game. Nine years. Oh yeah, I mean I wasn't into the lore. I just watched a lot of uh, YouTubers and Twitch streamers play this. Like that was it. I didn't really dive into the lore until like later, where I follow a, a horror channel that covers a lot of like horror history, and I just watched one on Freddy Fazbear, and I was like, this is interesting, and he makes it feel like it's real. It's great. No, Go watch Matt Pat. Oh no, I, I watch a lot of uh, film, film theory, game theory, whatever. Oh, yeah. channel that one is. Yeah, like he's yeah, he's Matt been Pat, Matt Pat, I mean the, the beginning. Listen, that's why he's in the movie. <laughs> I mean, <Shock>. whoa. <laughs> Victor was so like he said he wasn't gonna be in the movie. Oh well, like, yeah, he's got to play it up. Say anything. Markiplier was yeah. also supposed to be in this movie, but he had to back out because he was because ma- he's making his own movie. So. Which is I had heard he was. I had heard he was supposed to be the security the guard, night in, the guard opening. in the yeah. beginning. Yep. It's night guard. Anyway, I heard he had to be that guy. But like, dude, it's like a day of filming tops. Yeah, it's. But I know he's got his reason. There had to be a good reason because. Oh, that would have been that would have been really cool. I I'm not a I'm not a deep somebody who's deep into the like Markiplier. I do watch a lot of his clips, like if they pop up on like TikTok, and oh, I've no, I've always thought he's pretty funny. Videos. Um, but yeah, so so what is it? Ke- how do you say his last name? Cathon? Cawthon. Cawthon. So he is the creator of the series. Uh, it started back all the way in, what, 2013? When did the series start? 2014, I think, is when the first game came out. And was there was movie ago. ideas all the way back to 2015, uh, <laughs> which is pretty wild. Uh, Seth Graham Smith, who wrote, like, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Those are fucking great novels. Uh, Pride and Prejudice zombies are kind of hard to get through because it's literally Pride and Prejudice. They just add zombies to it. So you're still reading Pride and Prejudice, which is not a book that I was totally invested in. But Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, fucking great. The book. The movie is not terrible, but it's nowhere near the book. See, I have not read the book. book I watched the movie. I I had the book and I had Pride and Prejudice Prejudice and Zombies. And our shed flooded, and I lost, I lost the books, and I was so mad. At or in 2017, 
Um, Blumhouse Productions became involved in the movie. And then in 2018, Chris Columbus, who directed Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, the first two Harry Potter movies, a lot, you know, we've talked about Chris Columbus, he directed Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, he was slated to direct it. He had a script. Um, the guy, I'm going to keep forgetting how to pronounce his last name, even though you can keep telling me what it is. Uh, but he... Coffin. Coffin. Caw, caw, bitch. Like a coffin. Okay, so he... There you go. They wrote, there you go. So they wrote a script together. They were all in. Blumhouse was all in. And then uh, Coffin said, no, wait, I have an even better script. And so they went, okay. And then that's when Chris Columbus uh, wasn't able to do it anymore. And then they brought this uh, new director in this new, uh, her first, I'm guessing her first film, uh, Emma Tammy. It's kind of, I, 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 it really sucks because like watching this movie and thinking like he came up with a better script. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I would have loved to see what Chris Columbus and what that original script would have been. Because it because it, it, it literally was Period. supposed to be based on the first game as well as like this that's what pretty much this one is, um, but yeah it kind of fell through. My biggest excitement for this movie was the fact that Matthew Lillard was in it. As soon as oh, I saw oh, that he was yeah. in this movie, I was like, I don't care who he plays, I'm in. And to be honest, Josh Hutchinson or Hutcherson, I yeah. I've always been a fan of his. I've really never not liked something he's been in. I've been watching him since he was a kid, like Zathura. I fucking love Zathura. Oh, fuck. The fucking Jumanji in space, baby. <laughs> I remember it's actually that, written yeah. by the, the book was actually written by the guy who wrote Jumanji, so. Um, but yeah, I've been a fan, I've kind of been a fan of his, you know, the, he was in the Hunger Games. I think that's what kind of mm-hmm. brought, made him a superstar, and, uh, but he's been acting for a long time and to see him in kind of like a more mature role if you want to say that about this movie uh i was excited i was excited and of course who didn't expect the fact that this movie was just gonna be loaded with easter eggs we won't talk about them here in the spoiler free section because it'll kind of spoil some stuff but yeah this movie is an easter egg just trove just full of them and it's not even all related just to this game it's related to there is other movies games easter eggs in there it's a it was it's it's interesting so this movie had a budget of 20 million dollars and currently it is sitting at 154.1 million dollars at the box office for a movie that released in theaters and on peacock in the same day that's a pretty good pull and it's expecting to make a lot more so and to be honest even with our thoughts on this movie, maybe, you know, we don't know where we're at right now. We haven't talked about this movie other than the fact that we were going to do this episode. So we don't know each other's thoughts on it. But we're... Yes. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'm excited the fact that it's making that much money and we're going to get a sequel because this movie needs a sequel. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um. So yeah, so yeah, uh, Stu, Stu uh, telling us that. Oh yeah, the fact that he, I forgot Chris Columbus also wrote Gremlins. Um, so yeah, a lot of scream references, a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's, the game from the all the games and and other games related to it. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about our thoughts on the movie. Non spoiler. Angela, why don't you start us off? Uh, non spoiler. Go see it. Just, just go. Seriously, if, if you, you love, if you love the games as much as I do, 
I'm I don't play them because I can't I I can't I can't play them. But I can watch people play them. I have watched every single game be played. Go watch it. You you won't regret it. Uh, I'm gonna mirror her thing about just going to see it without going. Like I, said, I, I would obviously, if you're gonna go watch it, I, this is entirely hypocritical of me. I'd recommend going to watch it in theaters. I would have watched it in theaters. It was at ours. We don't have yeah. one anymore, and I'm not trucking all over to another town just to watch this. Um, but this is definitely a film where being a fan, you will get more out of. And I don't necessarily don't know if that means it is a bad thing because I I can't see it from the other perspective, but. Move your move move the mic more centered. <gasps> Sorry, I'm mumbling again. Yeah, Fine. Dan, lounging Sorry. and mumbling. <laughs> I know. Just like I said, just go see it. But I think as a fa- fans, we'll get more out of the movie. Oh, it's definitely a Hollywood effort where it is geared toward the fans and not like let's make it so everybody can like it. And I think everybody should like a product. But mm-hmm. if it's popular enough, I think most people will like it. If regardless, that's why it's got so many fans. That's right. what pisses me off when movies do that stuff. But you're going to like it because the animatronics were yeah, practical. Yes. Done by uh, the Jim Henson Jim company. Henson. So yep. like, it's pretty awesome. Sweet. Can you not like that? So, yeah, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know the story of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, it's, it's pretty much a, a knockoff of, like, if a Chuck E. Cheese came alive and just started killing people or what's uh, what's your it was um, showbiz pizza showbiz, showbiz pizza, pizza from the midway yeah which was uh yeah. which was the i think the main inspiration behind five nights of freddy's that Midwest. was because i think that's where uh coffin he's that's where he would go as a kid a lot and that kind of inspired him to uh create Scared the, the game. shit out so, of me i mean jesus christ we have a yankee candle here uh they're no, we have no where i like an hour away from where I live is where the the main headquarters of Yankee Candle, and they, they have a massive like shop. It's huge. They have like okay. you can make your own candles. You can like go hang out with Santa. You can do a bunch of I don't shit. Need yeah. to hang out with Santa. I just want to smell all the candles. But oh yeah, absolutely. I die. Um, it's the best smelling all the candles. Uh, but they have like an area where you can like. You know, they have snacks and stuff and like a little diner type thing. And they have creepy ass barrel animatronics. Oh, dude. Yes. So I I remember going one time when I was a kid and it freaked the shit out of me. (laughs) Uh, It's hilarious. But like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, they got those creepy ass animatronics. And then uh, what was it? The, The country bears at Disney. They have the people in the suits, but they also have, if you go into the actual, um, their little spot, there's actually the animatronics on a stage. And I was like, it just, it's never fluid. It never looks good. It's terrifying yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. I never could once Chuck E. Cheese and the gang stopped performing and they closed the curtains and Chuck E. Cheese came out. I was like, don't touch me. But it was always, they're always like this. And then when they go to one side, they like shake. And I'm like, please don't touch me. Yeah. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where they go to uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land. Or no, the best Bush Gardens. No, I think it's the Bush Gardens episode. Because he pulls down 
what one of the uh, who is it like George Washington's pants or whatever, and he's like a robot and he like yeah. freaks out. He's an <laughs> animatronic. Yeah, I don't remember. It was one of those two. Oh, if I would been like the kid that I showed you that was at Disney on Ice when Pumbaa came up to the the side, oh, for, yeah. and he's like, that would that was me. Yeah, it's uh. Let's just say animatronics like, like this are terrifying. No. Period. Yes. So this is a great idea uh, for you a movie, video game, anything. Uh, it's perfect. Um, Sue says, I saw a video where Chuck E. Cheese uh, in the Atari founder, Nolan Bushnell, was asked what he thought of uh, a FNAF. He chuckled and said something like, that was interesting, and then changed the subject. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a movie that's kind of poking fun at your business, but it's like, come on, man. You just got to take a joke. Yeah. People he just don't want to take a joke. He doesn't want kids to get scared of his animatronics. They're fucking terrifying. Listen, I'm kids sorry. weren't, I mean, yeah, there were kids there that were like, yay, Chucky, cheese. Yeah, cool. And then, but most of the kids were like, I just want to play at the arcade, okay? I just want to eat my well, shitty yeah. pizza and play at the arcade. Yes. <laughs> I'm literally about to say that. Good. Oh, man. All right. Well, well they're recycled. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be recycled. So going through the cast, we have Josh Hutcherson as Mike Schmidt. We have uh, Wyatt Parker as Young Mike. Uh, we have Piper, Piper Rubio as Abby. We have Elizabeth Lale as Vanessa and Emma Jo Tasson as Young Vanessa. We have Mary Stewart Masterson as Aunt Jane. We have Matthew Lillard as Steve Raglan. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and we have Cat uh, Connor Sterling as Max, who is the babysitter. We have David Lind as Jeff, who was uh, Max's brother. Oh, yeah, we don't need to go through all this. Um, yeah. And so that's like your core cast. So, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. I didn't really tell you my thoughts, spoiler free. I, oh. as I said before, I've never played any of the games, but I have watched a lot of YouTubers and Twitch streamers play this game. Um, I've tried. It's, it's a game that. I just I've never really been into point and like I've never been into those style games. So like watching was just a lot more effective to me. And I just love watching people's reactions to them. So like watching especially people who aren't into horror games play it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've actually recently been watching Tim the Tatman uh, play FNAF and it's been hilarious because that dude jumps at everything. And I've just been yes. a big, I've just been a big fan of his for a long time. So he's like one of the few like big streamers I still watch. Um, he jumps at things that aren't even there. I watched great. him I one night. He jumped. He wasn't even playing anything scary. He heard something and jumped. I just the only like, thing I, the only thing I've ever seen of his is when Jinxie was shitting all over him when he was playing Rainbow Six Siege. That's see, I, that's all. I, that's all I know. I like but uh, but I as I've gotten older, or as I've like continue to watch uh stuff on this game or on this game series i've watched a lot of like lore videos to kind of figure like because to be honest even though it's it's a made-up world the lore is so interesting it's like god damn it's literally a game where you're a security guard just trying to survive five nights at this like haunted uh you know pizzeria yeah and and they took this thing, and it's like this whole thing. Oh, this is why the why the animatronics are possessed, and this is why why all this is happening. And we'll talk about that more in the uh, spoiler uh, section of the episode. But yeah, I was very intrigued. I mean, I've been interested in this franchise for a while. So when this movie was announced, I was very interested. I had already seen movies that were knockoffs of this movie. 
Oh, well, not really knockoffs, but like movies that were inspired by this. So there was yeah, the yeah. Willy's Wonderland that came out a couple years ago with uh, Nicolas Cage, which I've seen, and it is fucking. I, I I really enjoyed it. It is so hardcore compared to this. Um, but like like as as Dan said, this was made for the fans of the games, which are a lot of younger people. So I think that's why we got the PG thirteen rating for this movie. Well. It's also the the creator is also a very Christian man. Yeah, you wouldn't oh. think, given the context, subject matter of it, but yes, it's yeah. all of his games. Whatever he made them, or at least when he started getting popular making his games, his his kids playtest all of his games. Mm. Like his kids were his playtesters. Very interesting. So, mm-hmm. um, and then they made uh, the Banana Splits movie, which is uh, the, uh, the Banana Splits. Wasn't that something from like the eighties? 70s 60s and 70s yeah well they made it into a horror movie where the banana splits animatronics become possessed and kill people so i have yeah i haven't seen that one but so in the original show the banana splits was just dudes in suits yeah yeah yeah. my dad grew up watching it but then it was the sour grapes bunch it's kind of like captain kangaroo yeah yeah i I got the theme or like sigmund and the sea monsters but Mm -hmm. i got this the the theme song stuck in my head now that you fucking brought that up damn it banana splits yeah thank you but uh yeah i mean i saw as soon as they said they were making a movie i was like well i'm gonna watch this however yeah however it comes out I, I'll, I'll see it you know I'm, i was very interested from the start i love the look of the animatronics and in, in the game so it was it was cool to see they literally look like they pulled them right from the game uh which they pretty much did they said that when they uh when they created the animatronics they pretty much were able to pull files from the original fnaf game so that's why they are pretty much identical, like design wise and everything, which makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it, it you know, I just I, I didn't really go into this with with high expectations. Uh, I did see people's thoughts on the movie before I saw it. But it, as I've stated yeah. before, it does not uh, take away my experience of this movie. I went in with low expectations and I left fairly satisfied i was i was not lower. i was not upset with myself for watching it i'll just state yeah. that all right well now we are going to go into our spoiler section of the episode so if you have not seen five nights at freddy's please go check it out it's in theaters right now but it's also on peacock so if you go to peacock i think it's like 5.99 you can get it for a month and watch five nights at freddy's and you're good yeah. or go to the theater uh and go see it there but now we are going to be talking about spoilers for Five Nights at Freddy's. So please, if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, just mute the stream. And uh, once I switch back to our other graphic, uh, you'll know that's when we're done talking about it. So let's talk about Five Nights at Freddy's spoilers now. So who wants to start off? What was the name of the song that they sing? It was like the main song that they sing in the movie. Oh, uh, oh the 80s song. Shit. I just... I just looked that up too. I don't. I like that song, and I don't ever think of it. Uh, it was like, talking oh, in your sleep. That's yes. it. Yes, that's what we talked about. But it was that. really slow and creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's relevant. So some of the lyrics are very relevant to what's going on. So, uh, if we're gonna talk about music, I just want to start off to say that when they started playing the Living Tombstones, Five Nights at Freddy's, yes! I was so fucking happy. I was like, I Dude, love this song. I love Living, I Living Tombstones. Is fucking awesome. I listen to them all the time. See, we discussed that because when Five Nights at Freddy's first came out, like, you have all these video game people that are uh, 
people that cover c- cover and make video game songs. Like Nate wants to battle. Yeah. Um, DA games. DA games. Who was the other guy that we were talking about? Oh, Trey Hard Ninja. 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 Yeah. yeah. And we listen to all their songs, and it's like these are really good. Yeah, I was. I'm a, a big fan. Of Nate wants to battle. I love. Yeah. Oh, Nate, Nate wants to battle. I great. I'm a huge fan. I there was a period of in time. I think it was a. I think it was like at the tail end of my streaming uh, career in quotes, um, where. I think Piggy or Leanne was the one who told me about the Living Tombstone because she's oh yeah you could play it during your streams usually he's pretty cool about that so yeah I used to play his music all the time and then I would I just did like a playlist one day I think I just like click on like it was like Living Tombstones Radio and it started playing like uh who you were just talking about was it Dan wants a battle or Nate, Nate, Nate wants, wants a battle, battle. and was um, fun and there were some other really cool artists that I started to listen to and I just listened to them nonstop. But the Living Tombstones, yeah. that Five Nights at Freddy's song used to pop up all the time. And I really there's like good. seven v- different yeah. versions now on Spotify. Yeah. I think he just released a new version of it right, I think the same day that the movie came out. So it's yeah, I like some of their other songs they've done for those, but I like a lot of the FNAF music. Like I said, yeah. I was a big Nate uh, Nate wants to battle. The kids really like some of their music. And I hope yeah. in, in the next movie, I mean, you can do more Living Tombstones, but I would like to hear some other people that have done this if the studio doesn't like bury their head in this project like they probably will that they'll like be able to get other fans involved in it so like nate wants to battle signed with a company uh so they would have to go through they have to go through the uh the record label yeah Yeah, so it's like like i love the only way you make money though yeah i love that for him but then i'm like i want to hear i want to hear the stuff that he sings like we've listened to a lot of his uh Never watched Steven Universe. He's got some good Steven Universe but songs. But he's got some. Oh, I've never seen I, it. It's, it's good. So it's like, give him that yeah. recognition. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, um, yeah. I'm glad somebody else knew what the fuck we were talking about when it came up. Because we are like, oh, like me and another, you know it. And then the guy that we worked with was like, yeah, the living tombstones. I was like, what the fuck? Because like, I was I didn't know going in. Yeah. I had no idea that was in the Oh, I didn't either. I, I did not expect it to start playing. But once I heard the laugh, I was like, oh, my God, it's the sock. <laughs> I got excited. I was like, wow. I was, yes. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, um, I was singing it at the very beginning. Like, I started singing it as soon as the movie started. Yeah. So I was like. All right, well, let's let's talk about our thoughts about this movie with now you can now there's spoilers. So Angela, you look like you want to go. So Oh my gosh. Let's talk about it. So you said that you were going in with low expectations. So was I. Cuz I'm like I have seen so many video game movies and they're so disappointing. This was not disappointing. I we were pointing out easter eggs left and right. He would point out some that I didn't see. I would point out some that he didn't see. Victor pointed out some. He's like, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I'm like. Yeah. Especially when you're. This is a. uh, Listen, I I know people's gripes with like fan service stuff. And it's like, I understand, but I'm I'm that guy. I I am 100% that guy. If it was um, like when I was watching The Last of Us show, that was me. Like, oh, my God, it's that thing. It's that fucking thing. Like, I played the game. So I'm like super excited about it and uh well, that's the point it's based on that it yeah, should have yeah. that stuff in it yeah. it's not like dominion trucking throwing dicks out they're like oh look at this stuff it's stuff you like like yeah guys Jurassic oh, Park, oh, Jurassic World. World. 
We're, 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 it's nostalgia bait. Oh, I thought yeah. you said minions. Sorry. But no, no. <laughs> I'm over here saying no. banana. But it, that's fine too. Well, he, banana splits. We were just talking about that too. But like this game, it needs to be in there. Yeah. It, it's for the fans. That's why this shit exists. People are going to say, stop changing shit just to change it. Like, more mass appeal. No, fuck that. Make yeah. it for the fans. Give us and what we want. There's also a difference between the fan service that I started noticing which is anime fan service it's right. not not the same as the other yeah yeah we're not talking about titties or nothing. that's that's when i first heard fan service is when we were watching anime a lot yeah, and you're like oh yeah that's fan service and i'm like what they have boobs that's what's that's you know. why it's why it happens but it's like don't go into a movie and change a bunch of things because you know You've got the maker of the video games right there. Yeah, how does that happen? Some, oh, I know it's the studio. I mean, I that's what I'm worried it. about for the second one. The studio is going to meddle so fucking much in this movie. It's going to. And oh. I don't want them to. But like Victor was down here watching it with his buddies, and you could hear him. Our our bedroom is. It's direct. It's directly below our kitchen. Part of our well, room. part of our kitchen, part of our uh, living room. Yeah. You could hear him screaming, like excited screaming over what he was watching. I was like, oh, I know what part he's at. <laughs> but it's like, I wanted to watch it again. Beforehand. We were watching. It's Godzilla Day. Sorry, guys. And you <laughs> fell asleep. I'm sorry. Same. And you were watching other Godzilla stuff. So Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty important. But yeah, I, wa I want to watch it again. Oh, yeah. This definitely yeah, is a oh, movie yeah. that you can... It, it, and that's the thing is with all the Easter eggs, you know you don't get them all in one shot. So like going back and being able to just like, you already know what the plot of the movie is. So going back and oh, yeah. trying to find certain things, I think that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, especially for someone like me who's never played the games and like doesn't know yeah. all the Easter eggs. Uh, it definitely will be fun. Like it's not an overly long movie. It's, it's, oh, really? I mean, I will talk about my gripes with this movie and what I think could have been eliminated. And I think... Just go watch it. Just go... Oh, yeah, go watch Oh, if. If you were in a crowded theater. Shoot, we've pointed out Easter eggs in movies before. Yeah. yeah go ahead, Parker. Sorry, I was in the chat. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, let's... I mean, I don't know if you guys agree, but... Uh, I think that the direction that they should have went in with Mike, I don't think the... Dead brother, try to find out who killed dead brother thing. It went on too long. <clears throat> For me, that whole situation just kind of got dragged out to the point where I think it eliminated a lot of the... Like, we could have gotten more scenes with the animatronics, and we could have still had a cohesive uh, plot line with how did these kids die, or, like, why are these possessed? Oh, yeah, because the kids, uh, this guy killed kids and then shoved their bodies inside of animatronics and then their spirits are possessed and he kind of controls them, which is the basis of the first game. Um, yeah. To a degree. Somewhat. I kind of yeah. get why they went with it. It was his own form of therapy, I guess. Yeah. Because he's lived with this for so many years because it was his fault. But it, but it wasn't. He was fucking like I know. nine years old. Like, go watch he, your watch your brother. Like, 
he lives what? he lives with that. Yeah, he no, I, that I get way. it. I get it. Like me saying it wasn't his fault doesn't turn into the fact that he's gonna be like, Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for I guess it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well like, oh, I believe you now. Yeah. The 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 from what Victor was telling me when he looked at this follows more closely the storyline of the books, which is slightly different than what the games is. Yeah. Because for those of you that don't know, because we're already in the spoiler section, in the the set the games, Mike Schmidt is the main villain's kid. Oh. The main character of the is the main it, yeah, and there, it's a long blown out thing, and then he doesn't have well. He technically he does have a little brother and a little sister, but yeah, and they could always work that back in with how the movies are going. The movies goes, but they're kind of vague about it. But anywho, you know what? You know, actually, Henry never got brought up. That's right. But we'll we'll get to that in another time. That's relevant later. Maybe they'll introduce him in the second movie. Yeah, but um, do you want me to let me know what my since she stepped away? I can get yeah, go ahead. Oh, um. I was gonna just I, I loved I liked it a lot and I like I said earlier my non my non spoiler or my spoiler free section I like this movie more because I was a fan mm-hmm. but I, I I really hope people who aren't and based by the the t- ticket sales a lot of people at least have gone to see it I don't know if they're all fans I have no idea but I'm hoping people who aren't fans at least enjoy it I think if I try to think of look at this as as a non fan. I think it does go on a little bit long in some scenes, like the mm-hmm. whole dream thing and the kid brother yeah. thing, which is whatever they whatever they have to use to tie it together. Maybe they'll, you know, do a better job in this next one, like pacing it. Yeah. But um, I, I didn't mind the characters. I'm glad that the one girl wasn't his daughter, like I thought that it was his little. Yeah, sister. everyone thought it was his daughter. Like I swear, <laughs> yeah. anytime you watch a video on uh, this movie before the movie was even released, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it's his daughter." I didn't, I was like, I don't fucking know. I thought, I thought it was his daughter, too. too. Yeah, it made sense. He's old enough. I was like, what are they... Get? I mean, I didn't know what the plan was for the show. I was like, they'll change some stuff. It's a movie, right? You know? So yeah, that's exactly. why I said I don't mind some of the things being different that we talked about. Um, of course, I like the villain. We'll get to him in a minute. But he's fucking wonderful. Uh, as he should be. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I love the animatronics. They're all designed great. They move cool. They've got their little quirks. They still act like children at times. Which is fine. That's how they should be. Yep. Um, there's the, again the good Easter eggs. The the music they use in the show is pretty good. Um, I, I, I'm going to speak for a character, the fucking lawyer that shows up in like two scenes. I love the fucking lawyer. Clearly is wearing his "I wish I wasn't here right now" button. It's like I really can't, I can't <laughs> I be can't, here for I this. Can't listen to this, dude. Oh, it's dude. I'm like. I know that there's not. I I think maybe that was their bit to try to inject some comedy, but I yeah. loved him. Like we we yeah. referenced him multiple times at work. That was that was um, definitely a, a laugh out loud moment for me. I'm like, God damn this guy! Why does he keep coming back? Right. <laughs> and I know she kind of filled the role, but I was a little upset. My big, I think my biggest complaint of the whole thing is we never got phone guy. And that was my biggest, like, where the fuck's the phone guy? Because Vanessa so ended up using some I, of his lines. I think phone guy was Matthew Lillard was supposed to be phone guy, like, in the beginning. Yeah. But I need hello. But see, what I, what I, what I would like them to do is, like, I understand they had the, the video. And maybe Scott doesn't want to, because Scott was the original phone guy. Like, he did those recordings himself. Mm-hmm. And I would have, I even when they did the training video, if he would have just yeah. narrated it. Yeah, that would have been like, cool. Like, dude. 
And maybe they'll do it for the next one. I don't know. But like, it's just, it's like one of those little things, like as yeah. a fan, like you've got everything else, but, but and you don't, even, you just got to give us the voice. That's yeah. it. I mean, you definitely, Matthew, yes. Matthew Lillard definitely was phone guy because at, yeah. you got this like weird, like montage thing where it shows Mike showing up to the pizzeria for the first time. And it's mm-hmm. him on the phone talking to him before he even takes the job, like yep. telling him yep. about every little piece. Uh, I just love, I, I mean, I love that whole, anytime Matthew Lillard's on screen, it was fantastic. Like the oh, whole him, uh, him talking to him in the, in the office after he beats the shit out of a fucking guy he thought was uh, kidnapping a kid. Turns out Which, to be the dad. Based on his history, I kind of get it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you need a little more context to the situation, but I kind of get his like <laughs> the fact he tackles this man and just starts beating Wait, his what? ass. Um, but yeah, Mike's he goes a good old piece of Schmidt, dude. <laughs> yeah. so, so Victor just pointed out that he thinks the reason why Henry wasn't in the movie is because Mike is Henry's kid. You think they'll make Mike Henry's kid? I think that I think that is what he said. It was in the books. He said, "Don't quote him on it," but he thinks that's how the book was written. So, and if I remember the lore right, somebody will tell me wrong. It, William Afton, this was kind of his idea to do this stuff. Oh right? yeah, and in the original, uh, wasn't he British? I don't remember. Maybe I can't remember. But but Afton was like kind of the progenitor of this idea. But Henry was like the smarts. He was like the brains behind the technology right. and stuff. So. Wasn't the whole lore like always... Afton killed his daughter and her yeah, soul and then... got, like possessed in a anima a rundown animatronic that he had built yeah. for her or something? That well, um, well, he kills one of Henry's. He kills Henry's daughter. Yeah, Af- and then Afton does. La- yeah, yeah, Afton is in the very very beginning. Afton like, is the killer. Later. Afton, Afton yeah, is the guy who fucking he kills. Yeah, it's, it's Matthew Lillard. There you go. He's, he's the bad guy. Surprise. Yeah, he's purple guy. Um, did he wear a purple shirt? Motherfucker should have been wearing a purple shirt. Oh. I didn't even look at his character. No, he was. Movie. I don't think he was. He needed I to. I think like he a, was wearing like flannel or. He something. was wearing or like, like a checkered shirt. flannel shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and then like later, he ends up designing Baby, and Baby ends up killing his daughter Elizabeth, which I think maybe Vanessa may be filling the role for. Or I mean, uh, well, didn't Afton, Afton starts, Afton's daughter dies? Weird Lord dump, everybody. Uh, so Afton had a son that got killed by the Freddy Bear. Right, because like a spring trap, like a, like kids were teasing him. They stuck him in the head, and the spring trap closed on yep. him, killed the kid, yep. and then that's what yep. sets Afton off into killing a bunch of other kids. Yeah, and then and the older brother, him. the older yeah. brother's Mike. The bite of okay. The older brother's that Mike, and he ends up becoming because yeah, because like cause, so in this one, you find out that Vanessa, who is the cop, who is trying to help Mike, is the daughter of William Afton. But she doesn't show up until like a way later game, right? No, not till uh, security breach, I think. For the actual character of Vanessa, and but she's again, like a villain in that game, right? I, I don't know. I never got that far. Like yeah. I got to Pizza Simulator, and I never watched anybody play Security Breach, so I don't know anything that happens in it outside of the lore people have talked about, and I don't really remember her character. But yeah, allegedly, she is like a ends up becoming a villain or is a character. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know that far ahead. Yeah, but, William. At- yeah, as uh, Stu was saying, William Afton's name does not get mentioned in this movie until Vanessa 
tells Mike who it is because and I and I like that that's the case. You already know that he is the villain. Like not that I knew that Matthew Lillard was the villain as soon as you meet him, and as soon oh, as he looks uh, yeah, at Mike's you when you when he looks at Mike's file, and he uh, he, he sees his name because he doesn't say his full name. Say he said Mike, sh- and he's like, uh, oh, and he starts Mike. getting all weird. He's like, oh, I got I a jo- I got a job for you. I don't think they say his name at all in the movie because in the credits they don't list him. It's just Mike. No, they say Mike. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Because in the credits, I know they don't. Say uh, it, not. So. I think it's. I think it's like towards the end, though. Okay. Yeah. The Piece whole, of the whole thing between him, and those two, where he's like, "So do you want the job?" And he's like, "Hey, shit, the hours are worse." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, "I can't do nice." Excuse me. <laughs> as memes for my job, just yeah. saying. Um, I was like, "Yeah." Pay's yeah. not good, but you know what? It's what's even better is the hours. The hours are even worse, or something like that. He's got yeah. some. It's just Matthew Lillard being Matthew Lillard. It's 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 great, but as soon as he he starts How acting weird when he sees Mike's name, because that. I think he know because like it it of course like you find out way later that he is the one who kidnaps and kills Mike's brother, mm-hmm. um, and so that's when he gets all weird and it, it, you kind of pick up the fact that like yeah I think this guy's probably the bad guy. Like what kind of fucking job is this? <laughs> He gets really pushy toward the end of the conversation about him getting that job, like giving yeah. a business card and stuff. I, like that. I gotta say though, the opening of this movie fucking rocks. Like, I think it's really cool when you see like how the the prior security guard gets taken yes. out. Yep. It would have been really cool if Markiplier was the the oh, security guard, but I think this guy did yeah. a pretty good job. Yeah. But the fact is, um, yeah, it's really cool. I like the whole the mask with the blades inside. That yep, uh, stuff him inside the suit. Him. Yep. So Scott Cawthon has five kids. Wow. Good. There's five kids. He's doing his Christian this. deed, popping babies out. No, there's five. I, I believe it. I don't know if he had five kids when he wrote the original. I know there's five kids. I think it's, I think that's right. Golden really Freddy's cool. not very prominent. He shows up a little bit. But well, there's a lot of should. different versions of Freddy. Well, Golden Freddy's a different one. He's the original yeah. Freddy suit. Like one of the original Nightmare Freddy. Freddy. Yeah, there's a, listen, I don't want to talk, go into the entire lore of uh, Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's so. well, a lot of shit online. Matt Pat or somebody else. Yeah. Just watch their video. What would you guys think of Matt Pat's cameo in this? Oh. Okay. There are two That's instances in the movie where he said the thing. And then there's one instance of he did the thing. So, yes, and it, that's just a theory. Like, yes, yes, Matt Pat, thank you for being your fucking charming self. So, before we even watch this, Matt Pat posted on Twitter that says the best part about the movie was Freddie saying that's just a theory and i'm like damn it that's your line and he says it and i'm like yeah it works at sparky's diner and you see a sparky yes. dog twice you see its torso and then later on somebody stuffed inside the suit which is an homage to a character that's not really big in the franchise i was gonna say like i don't even know who sparky lore, is deep lore character so when he i didn't even know what it was victor had to tell me when they go into the back room and you see the one guy it's the one um the first guy that gets in the group that gets eaten. Yeah, yeah, the, the first group of bodies. So if movie, you yeah. if you pause it when the people they, that break into the restaurant to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, when they the people that break in, if you pause it there, there's a Sparky doll set up behind. Well, you see his them. torso and his neck, and then you see like golden parts. They're like, I don't think I don't know if it's the golden Freddy animatronic because it's usually in pieces. Yeah, but then there's later you see it assembled. There. It's really cool. Like, 
Like, I yeah, want to go back and watch it by myself to pause. Because there's two Freddies in this movie, right? There's, like, yeah, a there's... cleaner Freddy, and then there's, like, a more worn Freddy. So, the Golden Freddy is one of the original Freddy suits. It's a spring lock. It's a spring lock suit. No, no. In so this movie, movie, there was Golden Freddy? Yes, yes. Golden Freddy. It, it's when um, Freddy shows up at the little girl's house when she kills her aunt. Yeah, okay. Like, oh, she's just that. Because you see, if you look at his ears, his ears all fucked up and stuff, yeah. and his eyes are red. And like, he's yeah. just different. There's something not right. That's Golden Freddy. So, who's possessed? Then, who's possessing that? The fifth kid. Yeah. There's oh. five kids. The, the ghost It's kid. the main kid that talks the most. That's yeah, and, and Afton uses, of course, spring trap suits, what he ends up coming to call, but that's Golden Bonnie. That's yeah. one of the original the golden, Bonnie suits. They call it the Golden Rabbit. Yeah, the Golden yeah. Rabbit. That's spring trap. Yeah. His, that entrance, when he shows up at the end, Fuck so yes, cool. Because makes, he makes himself look so big. He's like, comes oh. out, he's like all fucking like crawling out. Ah oh, man, so really, really weird. cool uh, effect. But of course, of course, <laughs> you gotta get the scream fucking knife swipe. He fucking does this, and you're like, Dude. fucking Matthew Lillard's in there. <laughs> I we watched a video what on are this. You saying I'm getting a little woozy here, right? <laughs> we were watching a we watched a video uh, it, unrelated. Somebody put a video about the ghost face. Weapon blade, and the guy said it was a buck one twenty, or it's a similar weapon. It's a you know that Bowie style knife uses. Yeah. But he said when he actually cleans the knife off, outside of it being a cool aesthetically looking thing, it's actually a good idea because blood is uh, acidic. It'll yeah. ruin the blade. Yeah. So keeping it clean is actually a really smart idea. <laughs> so no, I was like, I, oh, yeah. But it, I mean, you could tell his voice because when he's talking, it's like the mix of his voice and the uh, synthetic voice, and mm. then. He does the knife swipe, and I was like, "Of course you did the knife swipe. <laughs> you had so to." Good. Like, I mean, I've seen plenty of people talk about the fact it's like, "Oh man, Matthew Lillard deserved better." And I was like, "What? What are you talking about? This was great." He did great. Because he guess did what? He's great. coming back. Like, he doesn't. Spoiler: He doesn't die. No, uh, he just gets. He's like entombed in the fucking suit, and he's like in because con- that fucking spring traps start going off inside the suit. And then yep. he gets fucking tossed in the kitchen. <laughs> He's just yep. like they're like. Ugh. So in the They've lore, signed for what three more movies? Yeah, this oh. supposed to be a trilogy. So the in the lore, the it's something William. I think it's William that finds it out. Is is if somebody dies, it's something to do with the metal, and it it makes something that where their souls can get trapped in the metal, the, ex, yeah. the endoskeletons. Yeah, and he knows this. That's why when he puts that. He's like, why do you put the mask off out? He's like, well, I always come back. That was one of his lines. That's one of William Afton's lines in the game. Because he knows, or at least I assume he knows, like the kids, he will, his spirit, given the situation, will probably be trapped in that animatronic, along with the rest of his corpse. <laughs> yeah. I think they could have shaved, like I was saying before, I think they could have shaved some some time off, though, uh, con- constantly going back to his dream. Constantly. Yeah, I you see it so many times, and it's like, we... Could have like you could have made some indication that you keep going back, but I didn't need to keep seeing it. Like I think it just was played out too much. I just hated that he kept falling asleep at work. Like I wanted to see. The wonder he loses his fucking jobs. I wanted to see it play out like the game. I wanted to see him actually fucking see the animatronics on the fucking security cameras and start going, "What the fuck?" Instead of his sister being like, "Hey, I'm friends with them," and I was like, "Oh, that's a shitty reveal." Like that, to be honest, that that kind of disappointed me with that reveal. Yeah. Like, I would have loved if Mike, yeah. like, even if Mike, like, woke up and he looks and like, 
fucking uh, Chica is like fucking staring at the camera or like Freddy is yep. not in it. Like everybody's in a different spot yeah. or you see freaking Foxy just sprint somewhere that because she's always the I fastest wanted. fucking thing. I wanted that to was my disappointment in this movie. Foxy do the hum thing that she does. She she does it when, it's when she gets. The I know, guy. but I want more of yeah. that and her running down the hall. Well, they also like the stomp. Yes, yes. I, I need that. I know. There's one scene where where Bonnie and Chica stare at the camera. There's one scene where it stares at the security yeah. camera. I yeah. think it's when they're killing all the other guys. Yeah. That is like the game because they always stare at the fucking cameras in the first game. But I love that Chica keeps carrying around the the cupcake. Yes. Good old cupcake. I love that the cupcake does something. The game, yes, the game. It doesn't do anything. It's just there. It's just there. The fact that dude found it in the freaking refrigerator and it disappears. And then yeah, that dude. that whole his his kill was the best. Huh. No, actually, my favorite yeah. fucking kill is the the fucking babysitter. Yes, gets torn in half. Dude, yeah, we were talking about that, and like, we we're like, my buddy's like, this is kind of like a hard PG thirteen. I was like, yeah, somebody's bit in the fucking head. Yeah, and they show her like lower body fall to the ground, and yeah, because Sarah oh, came through at that point, and she's like, nope, I'm bye, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, none of our other kids last. They're just Victor. It uh, but he's yeah. he's played the movie. Right, or he's, played he's, video that's games. definitely that definitely was a uh, interesting part. I was like, oh shit, okay. Because it's yeah. this movie is very tame when it comes to like gore, like and and kills. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so to see that kill, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, because like the dude who gets killed inside the closet, um, he you don't see you don't really see anything. You just kind of see the the animatronic in the back. Which what is the name of this one? The blue what? the oh, one who plays guitar is that Bonnie? Yep. Bonnie, Bonnie. Yep. Okay, Bonnie, so there's Bonnie. Bonnie and then the golden Bonnie, which is what Afton's in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the original one. Bonnie is a male. Yep, Bonnie is a bro. Um, so Foxy. I think Foxy. I don't. Foxy is a male as well. It's Mangle Mangle's is the, the female. female white, uh, white Foxy. Yes. And then I love Mangle. That's Betsy. Yeah, I love that the fact that the, like the when he sees the kids, the ghost kids, that the the kid that possesses Bonnie has the the pirate claw. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they got like Bonnie's got little bunny paper bunny ears. And yeah. one has a hat one. on. And one's got the hat like for uh Freddie. Yes. Yep. Like they all have And Chica's their... got the bib. The girl's cheek has a bib on. Yeah. Mm. They all have their little So speaking of that, and I agree, I think a lot of the dream stuff went on too long. That reminds me of the mini games. That were in between, like when you start like the second game on up, you'd get the mini games between each night. That's what that right. shit reminds me of. But again, yes. I think they I think like you said. I like I like that the story focused mainly on Mike dealing with his shit and trying to take care of his little sister. Yeah, I, I don't. I would have liked seeing animatronics more, but I don't know how. I think it would have been the, the entire ops. People were like, "There's not much to this movie. It's just people getting scared all the time by animatronics." Which maybe would have been better. I don't know, but I kind of like but, how they added that human element to it. Yeah, was not for, I mean, there was a little slow in the beginning. It took a bit to get going. No, I mean it wasn't that what the games were it was scare yeah but they and started adding the, that's the thing is like was, but the first game yeah first, you think about these games like i it's called uh, it's called five nights at freddy's so i think it would have been fun if you see it go over the course of five days which i don't yes. know maybe yeah. that's how many days it was but the fact that we didn't really get much of mike doing security stuff 
was kind of a letdown for me. And the fact that we just got so much drama, like so much like grief, uh, sub subtext and subplot that not to say it, it doesn't make sense. The fact that it ties in is cool. And the fact that like it ties in with William Afton and you know, all that, but it just, there was too much of it. I think it just, it it just went on too long. There was, you know, the point where like Vanessa is another character that just like, she's just there to kind of lore dump. And yeah, to just be like, dog, I'm yeah. the daughter of the bad guy. And you're like, okay. She's the night guard. So I, he was the night. He's the night guard. No, that's just Freddy. I just wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to see her become baby. Well, that's who's, uh, see, that's what we don't know. Because in, in Security Breach, she's a different character. And it's Afton's daughter is a real one that originally becomes baby because they used him to steal children. Well, it accidentally cooked his, his daughter and killed her in the process. Got... Yeah, but she wasn't supposed to. It was she supposed to be for other children. Because he told, Afton told her, don't fuck around with these animatronics. And she did, and it killed her. Well, I mean. All right, so something... Stu said that the movie you... did take place over five days or five nights. There you go. That makes sense. But it I just wanted to see sense. more security shit. I wanted Mike to discover yeah. the animatronics over the security cameras. You know, yes, he you can do the to... dream stuff, but like have him wake up and look at the camera, see weird things happening. He goes out and investigates shut or shut the doors, do things. And then, but the right fact is, it's like you don't, he doesn't discover the fact that the animatronics are alive until the sister shows or sister comes and she just goes out there and just starts hanging out with him. And then it becomes this weird, like hangout party. And I was like, this feels weird. This just doesn't feel right. So I, I agree with that, but I, because people have bitched, like, they're like, they'll post that cap, and it's like, this is the scene that ruined, you know, when they're all laying under the tent. Yeah. But at its core, you got to remember, they're still just children. No. No, I get it. It's I, just I, I like, know what you mean. The reveal didn't feel right. Yeah. Like, for when yeah. Mike seen them. We saw them murder people before. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you tell me, if, if, if he discovers them on the cameras and does, like, a typical Five Nights at Freddy's night... Uh, yeah. And then the sister shows up and like befriends them, and then you have yeah. that weird. That, I think that would have tied in better. But the fact is, like, yeah. that's when he first finds out that they're alive is because his sister's there, and yeah, she's I like, I, you know, and she's screaming like she's being murdered. She's like, oh, they're tickling me. I'm like, who screams like that? I don't care if you're being tickled. Why are you screaming like yeah. that? <laughs> I didn't listen. When you have kids, you get the different cries. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You know, like, you know, you can tell when something's not yeah. fucking right. With yeah. you, there's a cry when they're hurt. There's a cry when they're hurt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Walk it off. Um, yeah, I think this movie does an a a good job at being. I think a good, and I don't want to be like you know beating a dead horse, but a lot of people on the internet have been saying like this is a good entry horror film. Because and to be honest, I agree. Like, I think this is this is definitely something I could watch with my with my kids or at least like maybe my two oldest kids. My youngest one could care less. Actually, he constantly (laughs) he he literally was sitting with us because we were watching it pretty late. And my my oldest fell asleep and he was up there. He's just looking at me. He's like, creepy, creepy, creepy. (laughs) Oh, really? You're a gentleman. But he's smiling the whole time. Yeah, that's funny. Chica Bika! Uh, he's like, creepy, creepy. <laughs> Billy! Hi, gang. Sorry I missed this and have to turn right around and leave, but wanted to pop in and say hello and appreciate you. Have a great weekend, Billy. Good luck with uh, all the things you're doing. You're a busy man. All things. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Thank you, Billy. Do. Yeah, but overall, um, 
I think, I mean, this is a serviceable movie. I think it does a, a, a good, it. I think it's good storytelling. And yeah, I think the kills are maybe not what people expected. I think there, there should have been a lot more of the animatronics. I don't think they were shown enough. But I think what they do in the movie when they are on screen is pretty cool. And they are, they are creepy, but uh, I it's think it's all they, practical. Yes, and it's all practical. It's all fucking suits. And it's, and it's, and it's so good. It's so good. It's so good because the coloring on him, I he told me they were practical, and I kept, I'm like, are you sure? It's so good, dude. Yeah. But it was like the, oh, it just, it's one of those things that makes you wonder. Yeah. And then you learn that it's Jim Henson, and it's like. So here's my predictions. I'm just, I love doing this. We did this when the Five Nights at Freddy's games come out. Victor and I would sit down and try to predict what was going to happen in the next game. So here's my prediction. It's going to be a trilogy of films. The next one is going to be a combination of two and three because it's going to have to be two, which will lead up to Springtrap coming back. So you'll have to have the toy animatronics and then Springtrap and all that stuff. And you might have a little bit of four in there because that's the nightmare thing, which will probably be Vanessa. But it's got to culminate with some stuff from Sister Location, Part the final one. It's going to be some start from stuff from Sister Location because you got to bring Baby into it. And, oh, and um, Pizza Simulator because it's got to end with Mike going in there with all of them, locking all the animatronics in the fucking building and burning the fucking thing to the ground. Yeah, that makes sense. But all it would be, yeah, all of them. The Afton, baby, all of them. It's a great end. I love that ending. I know there's more after that, but like to like Mike's kind of thing. Right. Um, there's probably the, more. The, but somebody's going to end up. Mike needs to end himself locking the building. Well, actually, it was Henry's idea. Yeah. Henry, in the in the ending of it, Henry doesn't even realize. He's like, sorry, you were pulled in inadvertently. But, like, he locks Henry in the building with all of them and fucking torches it. Anyway, that's but not Somebody that's has cool to ending. escape. <clears throat> somebody has to escape. Good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I agree with what Parker said. I think I, I enjoy this a lot, again, as a fan. I already said already. But I think it's a good entry point. It's PG-13. There's nothing wrong with PG-13 horror movies. We had this come out. We had um, No One Can Save You, which we haven't talked about yet. Oh. But that's another PG-13 movie you should probably watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah. That um, was amazing. Because I know we're, I think we're going to talk about it at some point. I, yeah, I we want to. At some point. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe. My tick's acting up. <laughs> um, did you find it convenient that the restaurant founder would become a career counselor for some reason? Uh, and then all of these coincidences lead to the movie happening. Uh no, I, I thought it was a good was move. A that was his. That was his move. No, that was his plan. Yeah, guy. that was he's his. Plan. He's the one who hires all the security guards for for Freddy's, which he knows are they're all going to die. He knows they're possessed. He knows yeah. how it works. Yeah. He's, he knows he's in control. That's why man. he knew he'd come back. He's probably been to jail before for shit. That's probably another yeah. reason why I said I always come back. Plus, he recognized the last name. He knew that he could get him in. Yeah, and he had easily. killed that, and he had killed that kid. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, some 13, 12, 15, how long ago before this fucking movie? Yeah. Like, I don't know. They say Something the like time that. gap, how long it was, but Feel I've never seen Willie. So I, I'll, I'll answer the question because I have. Um, I think they're probably pretty even for me. So like, this is your, this is a, a, a definitely not as hardcore. Like Willie's Wonderland is hardcore. Like the fight, like the, the scenes between Michael uh, Michael Nicholas Cage and uh, the animatronics are fucking insane. Like it is brutal. The, uh, one of my biggest gripes with Willy's Wonderland, I wasn't a fan of the fact that Nicholas Cage literally says nothing in that movie. He has no lines of dialogue. Um, 
the lore is very similar to Five Nights at Freddy's, like the whole lore behind the pizzeria that he is taking care of. Like it, it you know, I don't want to spoil Willie's Wonderland, but literally Nicolas Cage is a character who he needs to get his car fixed. And so to, in order to get money, he is tasked by this guy to, hey, if you clean up this uh, pizzeria for the night, I'll give you enough money and you can fix your car. And so he goes there and it's just his night, you know, and then after so many hours of the night, he fights one of the animatronics. And then by the end, it's like, you know, big bloodbath. But uh, it reminds me of one night of Flumpty's. What? Oh, it's it's about an egg. One night at Flumpty's. There's some good music. Okay. There's good band music on that one, too. It's a FNAF (laughs) knockoff, dude. There's a shit ton of them. Yeah, I've known about this movie for a while. But yeah, one night at Flumpty's. It's just like it's a tough game, and there's like eight million different little weird animatronics, and the Flumpty's like a Humpty Dumpty style character. Yeah, it's weird as shit. They made two games of it actually. But yeah, uh, do we have any final thoughts on Five Nights at Freddy's before we uh, move into the ending? Go watch it. Yeah, seriously, go go watch this movie. It is, I think it's worth it. I, I, you know, it's not, it's not doing anything super crazy. Like it's not doing anything like holy shit. Like it's just. I just had a good time. I really did. Even with some of the slower parts, you know, aside and the fact that we don't see the animatronics as much as I was hoping. Um, I really, I really enjoyed this. I really did. It's, uh, it's definitely a movie. I, I will definitely be rewatching to kind of pick up on some, hopefully pick up on some more, uh, Easter eggs and hopefully they can take, you know, what maybe went wrong with this one and they can improve on it for part two. And, uh, Hopefully we'll get some more gnarly animatronic stuff that kind of, I think that was uh, one thing. Another thing I was kind of disappointed with this fact is like, I just didn't feel the creep factor with the animatronics too much. Not as much. No, no, I I agree. The games games. make them terrifying. So yeah, maybe we'll get more of that in the second one. So especially when you start bringing in some of the weirder later model, later characters introduces her brother as her brother and their eyes go from red to white. I'm like, yeah. Okay. We also get the whole thing with like the drawing, like the fact that the drawing showing Afton is the one who's the killer. I don't know if I was a fan of that either. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a weird, like, this is how it's going to end. It's like, I feel we could have come up with something yeah. a little bit better for that. Um, uh, I, I just hope when they bring back Springtrap, like as who he is, like the decaying body inside the, the suit, like I just, oh, that's done well. Yeah. Like, I'm just... I'm excited yeah, for the it. Next one has to be it's three a and decayed version of Springtrap. Two and three, man. It's what it I know he is. He sits in there and he rots for years, and they find him. Yeah. But his his corpse is still inside of it. It's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, it's so it's dude, that's just just the thought of that. It's like ooh, zombie nasty. Matthew Lillard. That's nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's when he says, "I'm feeling oh, a little woozy man. here." Yes, <laughs> he might. You never know. We I mean, he's going to be like a zombie, so you feel a little woozy. We were talking about we were talking about this on Monday during my stream about uh, Matthew Lillard. I said, he does great in serious roles. I said, between this, Scream, and 13 Ghosts, those are just so good. Oh, yeah. Even, so I mean, good. goddamn, he's fucking shaggy, crying out loud. I and mean, he does a damn literally. good job as shaggy. He's the best part of those Scooby-Doo movies. But I uh, love it's like it's like Robin Williams in serious roles. Yeah, 
it's just a there's no in between it's a serious comedian and they're great at both all right well i think that's about it for us when it comes to five nights at freddy's maybe down the road we will uh talk about this movie more in depth or we're definitely gonna be talking about the sequel when it comes out and uh yeah i think this again this was a a fun watch you know it's definitely not for everybody and i think that's one of the biggest things that people have talked about facts it's just not for me and that's cool hey that's not for you listen i'm a you know everybody has their own preferences and sometimes people are expecting more than what they get and yeah, I was kind of the same way. There were problems with this movie. It wasn't perfect, but with mm-hmm. the practical animatronics and Matthew Lillard and uh, the lore behind it, I thought it was interesting, and I definitely will watch it again, and I'm definitely looking forward to the sequel. You guys have anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for checking out this latest episode of Fresh Cuts. We'll see you all again next time.